This episode of Intentional Living with Neely Cousins is generously sponsored by the Mary Ellen and Drew Weissman Charitable Giving Foundation. Design the life you want to live. Welcome to Intentional Living, a podcast that empowers you to learn from yesterday, make better choices for tomorrow, and build a life that's worthy of you. Here's Neely Cousins. I recently read a children's story that gave me such insight into my life. It was actually weird. My granddaughter was sleeping over for five nights and we got into this bedtime story routine. We would read the same two books every night. This one storybook called Something from Nothing and then a picture book called The Unicorn and the Rainbow Cake. So the unicorn book was mind-numbingly stupid, so forget that. But the first book, Something from Nothing by Phoebe Gilman, was awesome, even deep. It's actually an old Jewish folktale that she retold, and it really got into my head. So the story goes like this. It's about a boy named Joseph, whose grandfather made him a baby blanket when he was born. And Joseph loved his blanket, and as he grew into a toddler, he took it with him everywhere he went. Eventually, the blanket got really old, and Joseph's mother says to him, Joseph, your blanket is frazzled and worn, it's unsightly and torn, it's time to throw it out. But Joseph doesn't want to throw it out, so he says, Grandpa can fix it. And Joseph takes the blanket back to his grandfather, who turns it over and over, and his scissors go snip, 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 and Grandpa decides the blanket has enough material left to make a wonderful jacket. And Joseph loves this jacket, and he wears it all the time, until eventually his mother says, Joseph, look at your jacket. It's shrunken and small, doesn't fit you at all. It's time to throw it out. She's admittedly a bit of a killjoy in the story. But Joseph cheerfully answers again, Grandpa can fix it. And he takes the jacket back to his grandfather, who turns it over and over, and his scissors go snip, 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 and Grandpa decides the jacket has enough material left to make a wonderful vest. And this cycle keeps repeating itself. The vest has enough material to make a tie, and the tie has enough material to make a handkerchief, until all Joseph has left of his beloved blanket is one button, which he loses. And then he has nothing left. And his mother, the killjoy, says, Joseph, even grandpa can't make something from nothing, which was true. But when Joseph goes to school the next day, his pen goes scritch, scratch, scritch, scratch over the paper and he says to himself, there's just enough material left to make a wonderful story, which I just told you. The end. And I just love this book. I love Joseph. I love how optimistic he is and how he believes that grandpa can fix anything. And I love that grandpa does. And I love how they both make the best of whatever they have left and sort of triumph over the odds each time with some new creation. I can even empathize with the mom. I sort of picture her shaking her head in aggravation. You know, all she wants to do is throw out that schmata already. And each time Joseph comes home schlepping some new thing grandpa made out of that 
blanket slash jacket slash vest slash whatever. It's all good-natured and family and a chin-up kind of story. So I really looked forward to story time with my granddaughter each night. That's the key to liking story time, by the way. Find books that you enjoy reading. But a few days after she left, I sort of had this insight while I was driving. And it hit me so hard, I actually gasped. That maybe the reason why I love this book so much is that it sort of describes my life right now. And maybe it's not just me. It occurred to me that Corona has sort of forced us all into a life of having to make something from nothing. We used to have lots of material with which to make a life. We had the rhythm of work and weekends. We had vacation and travel. We had the gym and all kinds of classes that interested and educated us. We had dinner with friends and date nights. We visited family for birthdays and holidays and graduations and weddings. And we had countless seemingly meaningless interactions with dozens of people we didn't even know, but we connected with on the train or standing in line, or she showed me where the cornflakes were, whatever. And now we've had a year of almost nothing. Everyone's wearing a mask and keeping their distance. Gyms and restaurants are basically closed. School is closed. All of society has been suspended. That 1980s REM song, It's the End of the World as We Know It, has basically come true in front of our eyes. Life has totally changed, and we don't really know when things are going back to normal or what that new normal will even look like. And in the middle of all this chaos and void, we still need to function and show up and perform, but with almost no material. And we're being asked to make something out of nothing. Be inspired without any inspiration. Feel connected without any connection. Be happy without celebrations. Be expansive while being totally constricted. Be responsible when all of your daily responsibilities have evaporated. I'm sure we all know people who stopped getting dressed every day. Forget pajama day. 2020 was pajama year. More than one family has told me there is no bedtime for anyone anymore because why? Their kids are all up till 3 a.m. because why not? There's nothing to get up for in the morning, really. They're making like grilled cheese sandwiches, you know, like lunch food at 1 a.m. because the only difference between 1 a.m. and 1 p.m. is the amount of sunlight. And hey, I have electricity, not a problem. Everyone gain weight and lost interest because no one is leaving the house for school or work. Everyone is on Zoom all the time. And it's just weird and really, really hard. It's hard to make something out of nothing. And yet, it's been a year of this new normal. So let's check in with how we, the human race, are doing. It was a little easier in the beginning when our tanks were full from life before corona, which was still visible in the rear view mirror back in March 2020. This lockdown thing was completely novel and kind of laughable and just confusing. Remember the videos of the Italians out on their balconies dancing or just listening to that one guy playing the violin? Remember when we all went outside and applauded the first responders? Remember all those feel-good videos of all kinds of celebrations that were contorted to fit the new normal 
drive-by birthday parties, lawn chair concerts, graduations driving door-to-door on the back of trucks, weddings and backyards with 20 people in attendance but 200 people on Zoom, virtual dance parties and choirs with international participation. We made a lot of something out of nothing. But then, as the year progressed, we began using up the fuel in our tanks as life before corona faded from the rearview mirror and lockdown, no school, no travel, no work, no shopping, became the ever surprising new normal. The refrain you kept hearing was some version of, do you even believe this? It was impossible to fathom and yet, there we were. As the months dragged on with almost nothing to show for it, life felt like one big cliffhanger, like we were all waiting for the other shoe to drop. Things got better over the summer and then worse in the fall and then downright scary in the winter. The vaccine was a beacon of hope for some and a scary, almost sinister unknown for others. And just when we thought we got it under control, we got the new UK strains. We've been doing this uncharted craziness for a year. It's like getting stuck in a funhouse. Every time you think you're almost out, there's some new trapdoor that opens up. It may have all been fun and games in the beginning, but now we're tired of wandering around in the foreign confusion. And all we can think at this point is, I'm done. Can I go home now? Except home in this case means anywhere but my house. It means, can I go back to planet Earth pre-pandemic, the home and the life I know and love? And the answer blowing in the wind seems to be, not just yet. You're almost there, but maybe not. And anyway, not yet. And as the song goes, it's okay not to be okay. It's really hard objectively. It's monotonous and boring and sometimes seems downright dangerous. But either way, it's hard. And yet, the human race is sort of doing it. One foot in front of the other, we are making something out of nothing on a daily basis. We lost a lot of really good people, and there is no way to overstate that tragedy. But even with all we have lost, if you are listening to this, that means you made it through. And even with all we've lost, there's enough material here to make a really great story. We know this is a story we will tell the next generation, how Corona lasted more than a year. No one could travel. The stores were closed. And our grandchildren will listen to our children tell them, when I was a kid, they closed school for a year. And I can hear their kids saying now, you're so lucky. I wish that would happen to me. And their parents, our grade school kids today, will say, no, you don't. It was awful. Be grateful you get to go to school. (laughs) What a laugh. Our children will sound like our grandparents. If I had a dime for every time someone said to me, we're living through unprecedented times. But we are. Clichés only become clichés if there's some truth in them. We are living in unprecedented times. But we will make it through because we are the magicians who make something out of nothing. Thanks for listening to Intentional Living. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Join Neely next time for more timeless Jewish wisdom that inspires you to make the choices that lead to a life you love. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.